guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another ESO podcast. Today is Tight Shirt Sunday, and I am so grateful on this specific day to be bringing you the good stuff. That's right. I woke up this morning, and I saw that one of my potential students, she ended up getting a pretty low score on TOEFL. She was down and out. She was sad. I looked at her listening score, and it said 14. And I've been in different groups. I've seen different things online, people getting 14s, 15s, and 16s. But it's all good. It depends on your level. But for me to see her get that 14, it was heartbreaking. So here I am today giving you a blog that I just posted. But again, a lot of you are like, well, I'm not so much of a reader. That's why I do these videos. That's why I do these podcasts. So here we are today. And I'm giving you a very, very good one. This is the listening tips for success. How to note take with the utensil. But I'm honestly, and I'm going to show you a heck of a lot of other things also. Okay, so I'm not exactly sure how long this is going to take, but I'm going to break everything down as much as I can. Because you guys, if you're already aware, I posted a video just yesterday, okay? Now, for those of you listening to me on my podcast, it's a little bit different. But for the majority of you watching me on Facebook and YouTube, I posted a video yesterday. And remember, if you compare this blog podcast video with the video and podcast that I did from yesterday, okay, or the one that's titled uh, Urbanization in America, you're probably going to see a lot of how I take notes and what you're going to see on this blog and in this video. This is going to be amazingly good for you guys because Again, with the little amount of blog views that I've already gotten today, no problem. But what's about to come or become of it is going to be even more spectacular. So here we go. Let's get into these big reds. I'm going to call them the big reds. So again, listen in for the main idea, okay? Now, if we do a comparison and contrast, I might be able to do it. As a matter of fact, it says TOEFL IBT listening here. Let's see if this, yep, exactly. This is the same thing. So this is really good because I'm going to be able to jump back and forth. So this is my website. Don't worry, I will be cleaning up my website very, very soon. So if we look at my notes from yesterday's blog, okay, just let's get rid of the website and everything. Process of which rural to urban industrial, more and more move, cities got bigger and bigger. Why did they want to live there? Then I wrote down cities. So now going back to the blog that I'm showing you today, the main idea, I wrote a couple of notes down at the top just to give me a glimpse of what's happening. And then I went into the subtopic, which is cities. Here it says, okay, the topic can change throughout, but we already know urbanization, we have rural, we have urban. And then there are subcategories and subtopics to each of those. You have to make sure to write those so it gives you some, an idea. I'm going to be showing you a number of things. So just bear with me here, okay? Now, listening for the main idea, I've already established that. Listening to the speaker's tone of voice, I mean, sometimes, you know, based on the attitude or opinion, I don't think you get asked uh, 
the questions, whereas, oh, what is the author's tone of the passage? This is like TOEFL ITP from nearly two decades ago. I don't think they ask you that on the TOEFL IBT. If so, you could follow this. Um, and listen to how ideas are connected throughout the lecture. I'm going to read this out for my wonderful students who are listening to my podcast. It says, when listening to a lecture, make note of the way the ideas in the lecture are connected. In other words, how the professor organized the lecture. When you encounter a question asking you how the lecture is organized, you can refer back to your notes, okay? Sometimes it can be cause and effect, compare contrasts and steps in a process. So if I come back down and I look at the structure of the last talk, okay, urbanization in America, he talked about the cities, he then spoke about the bad, the positives, and then he talked about what had become in the future. So that is the process that I have. And this is why I wrote down cities. This is why I wrote down some back, background information from the past to the present. See what I mean? Now, the next one is listen for key points, not specific details. Okay. Now, you won't see questions that are specific year, name, location. Instead, questions will test your understanding of key points mentioned in the lecture. Key points. Now, you don't see me write down so many numbers and whatnot, but if I go back up very briefly to the cities, I did write down 1800s just to give me an idea. Okay? But it says here, no need for them before factories because most people farmed. Then what happened? 1800s to use as like, you know, a time frame. Inventors came up with machines of mass production. What was the result? Transform agriculture. That's a key specific point. Less human activity. And what's the result of that? People flocked to factories. And then countries such as America ended up having the largest boom in immigration. Then there was a transition, fair share of positives and negatives, starting off with the pos I'm sorry, with the negatives right off the bat. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay, so going into listen for the signal words that indicate different parts of the lecture. These are very key, and I'm going to read something out for all you podcasters out there who are listening to me. Now, just so I can paraphrase a bit, I wrote down a paragraph. To help you capture key points in the lecture, you need to learn to listen for signal words or transition words. So what are these? Okay, well, now, but... So, now, okay and now are usually used to transition into a different topic or a different key point. Well is usually used before answering a question, but and so are usually followed by a key point, obviously contrasting between something else that was said before. So, with those words, and I'll repeat that, okay, well, now, but, so, I'm going to recite this paragraph out loud. Now, for those of you watching me, close your eyes, listen. For those of you on the podcast, no problem. This is for you. Quote, all right, folks, let's continue our discussion of alternative energy sources and move on to what's probably the most well-known alternative energy source, solar energy. The sun basically provides Earth with virtually unlimited source of energy every day. But the problem has always been how do we tap this source of energy? 
Can anyone think of why it's so difficult to make use of solar energy? Okay, another ancient Greek philosopher we need to discuss is Aristotle, Aristotle's ethical theory. What Aristotle's ethical theory is all about is this. He's trying to show you how to be happy, what true happiness is. Now, why is he interested in human happiness? It's not just because it's something that all people want to aim for. It's more than that. But to get there, we need to, at first, make a very important distinction. Let me introduce a couple of technical terms, extrinsic value and intrinsic value. All right, so far, we have been looking at some of the core areas of linguistics, like syntax, phonology, semantics. Do you see that these are completely different, right? Now, I went on, I talked about solar energy. I went on to talk about Aristotle's theory. Then I went on to talk about linguistics. Now, you guys, if you were listening to that, you were probably saying and looking at it saying, hold on, does that, hold on, this doesn't make any sense. Good, that means you understand and you're hearing the ideas. If you were able to pick up, you know, what, what is it, the solar energy and the Greek philosopher Aristotle and then me going into linguistics, now you're able to identify these main ideas and perhaps you could get some key points behind it. This is exactly why I put a big paragraph together just for you guys. So you can get a little bit of confusion while you're listening to it, knowing that, okay, this doesn't all make sense because when it comes to the test, it's obviously not gonna be like that, but I just want you to identify different main ideas. This is why I put it all together. So going back to that, all right, Quote, so far, we have been looking at some of the core areas of linguistics, like syntax, phonology, semantics. Now, I'd like to talk about the branch of historical linguistics and the comparison of several different languages or the comparison of different stages of a single language. Now, if you are comparing different languages and you notice that they have a lot in common, maybe they have similar sounds and words that correspond to one another that have the same meaning and that sound familiar. All right, so you guys get it, right? This is why I put it all together. Because I wanted you to hear those signal words all bunched up together. Because sometimes, again, it might go from main idea to one to two to three. This is what you're going to hear and this is why I wanted to put very like different main ideas within that paragraph. So then you are able to hurry up and pick the, ma the, the main idea up when you're listening to it. All right, so you're gonna be able to do that if you read out loud and uh, what is it in some of the, oh my God, in some of the, the paragraphs down below if you go onto my blog. <sighs> okay, signal words. Let's move on to, this brings me to my next point, which is so far we have been looking at now I'd like to, so now that we've covered, what is all about is this. You see what I mean? So these types of signal words gives you a little opportunity to perhaps draw a line and go into the next one because it's gonna be easy going over your notes when you're looking at the answers versus just writing a whole bunch of craziness with no main ideas. When you hear a signal word, 
draw it, okay, signal, okay, you can even, I'm gonna show you a lot of different symbols you could use. Hell, you could use a big S, that means signal. Um, what is it, the other one up there, well, not signal words, yeah, sig yeah well, they're all signal words, basically. Signal phrases, okay, so SWSP. It depends on you, whatever helps you in being able to compartmentalize your notes because if you don't and it's just a big blab of what the f wtf you're gonna have a big problem all right so again all right folks let's continue our discussion of alternative energy sources and move on to what's probably the most well-known alternative source blah 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 now going back over that same paragraph over and over and over you're going to again listen a little bit more to, to be honest with you i might even put this together on one little audio and put it somewhere, I don't know, somewhere, but so that you could pick up some of these coordinating conjunctions, subordinating conjunctions, and these signal phrases. All right. Now, again, what I'll do here, I'll repeat this one out loud because it is different, obviously, but these are other signal words. And there are two types opinion, I think, theory, in theory. Got it? It appears that is the opinion. The hypothesis is that, that's the theory. So let me recite this out loud for you. You have an advertising budget to spend, but how do you, oh, Dane, I actually completely wrote that wrong. How do you spend it wisely? <laughs> Again, research is the key. Good research gives you facts, facts that can help you decide. Well, as we already mentioned, decide the right market to target, and the best media to use, but also when to advertise or how to get the best rates. Like maybe you've been advertising sport equipment and you have been spending most of your budget during the holiday season when people buy gifts for each other. Now, in theory, that would seem a great time to advertise, but maybe a research shows you you're wrong that the customers who buy sports equipment tend not to give it as a holiday gift, but want to use it themselves. In that case, do you see what I'm saying? I can continue going on and on and on, but in that case, you believe this, but it might be something else. There are so many contrastive statements. Um, if I continue reading throughout this, you know, in that case is what I just said, an increase area. Uh, the reason for this, that's another, what is it? That's another, uh, what the, the reason for this, another explanation. The current hypothesis, that's a theory, okay? So maybe we are talking about, see, that's an opinion. You guys see what I mean? So this will give you a deeper idea or a deeper framework to everything that I just mentioned. Because whatever, whichever way you can actually take very, proper notes, that's what we're aiming for. But if your notes are all over the place and you're not able to answer any of the questions based on what you had written down, then we have to find one of these techniques that are very good for you. All right, so again, you know, just to go over all that, we're done with the paragraphs. So shift and focus into the next side or the next part of this specific video slash podcast. It says, pay attention to the following transition words, which can help you capture the main ideas and examples. Now, I made a column. If you guys are listening to me, please go to the blog. If you're watching me, congratulations. All right, so 
these words show the order of ideas. First, second, third, firstly, secondly, thirdly, lastly, in the first place, in the second place. See what I mean? Number them. Make sure you number them because I remember on the beluga wells, I messed up on one because I didn't number one of them. I forgot what it was. But chronological order, putting that first, second, and third, again, it provides structure in your notes. Next one, these words show the addition. In addition, furthermore, additionally, also, next, moreover, what's more, on top of that, this is actually even good for your writing. All right, so if you're having difficulty with writing, come on in here and get some of this, all right? Now, show's conclusion, you already know. To sum up, in summary, in conclusion, to conclude, all in all, all things considered, overall taken, everything into consideration, in a nutshell. <sighs> you guys get what I'm saying? These words demonstrate contrast. Conversely, on the contrary, by contrast, by way of contrast, on one hand, on the other hand. All right? How about comparisons? Similarly, likewise, by the same token, along similar lines. Result, as a result, as a consequence, consequently, therefore, write these down, okay? If you hear them, jot it down because you're seeing a contrast in between, all right? How about generalization? Generally, on the whole, in most cases, in general. How about these words clarify a point? That is, in other words, to put it simply, that is to say, just to reiterate, reiterate means repeat. All right, gives examples. You guys know how to do that. Take something, for example, for example, wrote it down twice to give a clear example even more academic, you got it? Now, these are some little minor tips for you to improve your TOEFL listening score. No skipping answers. In the reading, you can, go, you can actually skip and go back. In the listening, you cannot. Please don't do that, okay? Make an educated guess on questions you are unsure of, all right? Process of elimination, just as I had shown you on the two previous lectures that I've done on this podcast or on my videos. By the way, uh, discussions will be coming up uh, sometime this week, so stay tuned. Don't take more than two minutes to answer a question. Please don't. You're going to waste all your time, okay? If you're contemplating and you're sitting there for 15 seconds, please hurry up and go. I know the listening sections are much, much shorter than the reading sections, but please don't waste your time, all right? Now, here we go. Here are some really good note-taking symbols and note-taking tips because remember what I said before. You are, uh, again, unless you're able to type, I highly doubt that. Okay, let me know if you are able to type. But you are going to be writing. And with penmanship, obviously, keyboard is far faster than writing. If you have a problem, such as me, with writing, that's why I hate it when I actually take notes on the speaking questions with, when I, with the students I coach. Because when it, com gets, when it comes to the speaking question four, I get completely lost. And I say, God damn it, and I throw the damn pen. All right? So a symbol, uh, let's say the equal symbol. It means meaning, refer to, occur. All right? Now, a concept that people make choices to describe a situation in a positive or negative way. Word framing equals people, PPL, describe a situation in check mark means positive or X means negative way. That's how you simplify the sentence I just said. So let's look at 
what the hell is this? There's like a three dot symbol and a triangular type of uh, symbol, but there's no real triangle. There's just like literally like three dots, but in that little triangular thing, okay? For my podcasters, for those of you who are watching, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because as a result, due to, because owing to, so let me give you an example. Due to the increase in popularity of eBooks, there has been a fall in paper book sales. How can we break this down? Well, if the, we're looking at the results. So this is because of as a result symbol, right? So you put the three dots, you put increase, you put an arrow pointing up, eBooks, comma, paper books, money, okay? There has been a fall in paper book sales, money symbol, arrow down. All right. Therefore, oh, this is hard. Uh, and again, therefore is almost like a result too. It could be just so much. It's just ridiculous. But let's break this down because there is a lot in this sentence that just goes a long way. So therefore, you have the three same dots, but there's only one dot at the top and two dots at the bottom in a triangular type of way without the triangle, the lines itself, okay? The one I just told you is flipped upside down, okay? Flip upside down, right side up, who cares? Do you get what I'm saying? It just depends. I'm just showing you ways that you could do this, all right? So therefore, so let me, your default speaker has changed to, get blah, 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 blah. okay, I don't know what that means. I hope my speaker is still good though. I don't know, hopefully it is. Anyways, I hope you guys hear me, no problems. Here we go. Element 43 has radioactive decay. Therefore, element 43 doesn't last very long, which means if that had ever had been present on earth, if this was ever present, it would have decayed ages ago. So we got a conditional, a hell of a conditional happening here. So to reiterate all that sentence and come find it's a very, the very, very simple form, LM43 has radio A, period. Decay, symbol, it, and then an equal sign with the forward slash through it, lasts long. Now, again, I'm just showing you ways that you can actually do this. Um, how about result in lead to carbon dioxide significantly contributes to global warming. So you could put CO equal sign uh, greater than, or well, is it the greater than or less than? I don't know. Greater than global warming. Okay. That's another symbol you can do. Now, isn't, doesn't, don't, can't. That's the equal sign with the forward slash through it. Okay. So it, won't last long. All you have to do is write that symbol. It won't last long. Again, this is good, man. This is good stuff. Now you can use the addition symbol, the mathematical symbol to, you know, for uh, the, in addition, furthermore, also stuff like that. All right. Oh, there are just so many things. Comparatives, you could use a double. Superlatives, you could use a triple. Symbol, again, a triple mathematical addition symbol, okay? Um, little, few, lack, and short, you could use the subtraction symbol. Exclamation point, you could put important, interesting, all right? Please, please have, uh, you know, give yourself a chance to look through some of these symbols and see which ones work for you. This is all I'm trying to help you guys with.
all right? If you're on Spotify, check this out. Say, uh, I don't like this. Uh, this is okay. You know what? Let me switch this one up. Practice the listening using these symbols so when you get to the test, it's rapid fire, baby. You guys get what I'm saying? So, and about around it's that weird little i don't know what kind of symbol that is check it out uh what is it the three three dot horizontal and so on money okay we know that eg means example ie means that is x means wrong incorrect bad detrimental negative positive check mark right good got it <sighs> so people in saying that Give yourself, again, I'll say it one more time, I will reiterate, give yourself an opportunity to conjure up things that work for you, okay? It's not everything that I am saying right now in terms of note-taking might not help you, but some of the things will. If you're having difficulty with writing down all the information, there it is, especially when it comes to speaking question two, three, and especially number four. Use some of these symbols Practice them during your speaking questions, or even with me, if you're interested, um, or and even with listening, and practice that over and over. Come up with a system. You need to have a system in place when you go into TOEFL, when you go into these tests. Because if you don't have a symbol, and you just go in there, just rapid fire, rather than a sniper, you're going to blow up everything, rather than picking your spots and just sniping everything perfectly, right? Now, it's not always going to be perfect, but if you could come up with a system that can help you improve your score in whichever section you're having most difficulty in, that is the key. So in saying that, you guys already know, if you guys are interested in a Patreon badge, if you're on a budget, if you need coaching hours because you have a test coming up real soon, if you want to do group coaching, if you're interested in coaches and you want me to, I'm sorry, in courses and you want me to make a course in regards to writing, I'll be more than happy to help you guys. So keep that all in mind in saying that. Thank you so much for tuning in to this wonderful listening podcast. Stay tuned for more, man. We got reading coming up next over and out.